Hello, Chillinois. Just coming at you with a few quick things. I don't plan to take a lot of your time in this episode. I wanted to let you know about a few laws that have been proposed to the Illinois General Assembly. That's in the House, to be exact. And then I'd like to remind you about some podcast episodes that we've released, and then I might even tease some podcast episodes that will be coming out soon. I hope you're all doing well. I sure am. Let's talk about our first bill that I think is super important. A bill was represent uh, was proposed by Representative Carol Ammons and Kelly Cassidy in the House, and the bill. Long story short, the proposal is to allow all adults over 21 years of age or older the right to cultivate cannabis at home. So long story short, basically what they did was they took the home grow language from the medical can from that that allows medical cannabis patients to grow and they simply added adults uh, actually, Illinois residents 21 years of age or older may cultivate cannabis plants with a limit of five plants that are more than five inches tall per household. Um, and the only thing that they really deleted from the medical cannabis law was a provision that cannabis plants may only be tended by registered qualifying patients who reside at the residence or their authorized agent attending to the residence for brief periods of time, such as when the qualifying patient is temporarily away from the residence. Long story short, anybody, any Illinois resident, 21 years of age or older, can tend to a cannabis plant in a house. So there was, uh, you know, confusion with the medical cannabis law, and so it's nice to see that that language is just being completely removed because at this point you don't... If this law were signed into, if this bill were signed into law, you wouldn't need a medical cannabis card to cultivate cannabis at home anymore. You'd just simply need to be an adult, an Illinois resident that is 21 years of age or older. One of the really, really important things that comes with this is that they don't appear to have touched the possession law at all, so, or, or the pos- the language regarding possession within the law at all. So why is that a good thing? Well, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, you'll know that one of my favorite things about our medical cannabis home cultivation law is that we in Illinois, Illinois is known as a keep what you grow state. In other words, at home, If you cultivate cannabis, there is no possession limit. Now, when you leave the house, there's still a possession limit. So if you're an adult, if you're a resident of Illinois that's 21 years of age or older, your possession limit is 30 grams. Um, So this is great news that they're not touching that because it effectively means that nobody has a possession limit at home anymore Provided that uh, if you know you got to read the language of the law, provided that all amounts of home cultivated cannabis that exceed quantities of 30 grams must be secured within the household. I believe that's what the language is. I'll put the full language of the law as it stands today in the show notes, and I will also link this proposed bill 
in the show notes so that you can read it. And most importantly, so that you can contact your representatives and tell them to support this law because it's not, it's not everything that I'd want in a home cultivation law, but at the very least, all adults should be allowed to cultivate cannabis and there should be no possession limit with regard to it. And this fun, this, this achieves that. Now, some people are really upset that the five plant limit has stuck around. Um, I am one of those people. I'm not very happy that, you know, we're not increasing it or, or anything at this point. There doesn't seem to be any indication uh, that it will increase. I think at a bare minimum, this is a victory. You know, you got to kind of take what you can get with these things. And um, yeah, contact your representatives to support this. At the very least, we need this. You know, at the very least, like this is, this isn't, I'm not even saying this is good enough. This is just at the very least what we need. You know, it could be much better. And what I mean by that is that some states like Michigan, for example, and uh, and others though, but Michigan I think is a good example. They allow you to have, like there are still limits on the plants that you can grow, but it's kind of divided into the age of the plants. So I think in some states you can have like a certain number of plants and veg and a certain number of plants and flower. And I say a certain number, I believe it's like over five, you know what I mean? Like over five. So the point in allowing people to do that is that it allows them to achieve a rolling harvest. Now, you know, people that want to be really defensive about Illinois law, um, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't understand anybody that gets ego tied to the law, but, um, you know, people that are really defensive might say that you can, you can do a rolling harvest in Illinois. The law reads five plants over five inches. So in other words, you can plant a seedling just as so long as it doesn't, um, exceed five inches, then it is five inches tall. Um, then it is not considered a cannabis plant. Which is funny. So, you know, if you want to be technical, technically speaking, you can plant seeds even if you have five plants in the ground. But you want to make sure that that sixth seed, you know, in this hypothetical scenario, that sixth seed, since you have five plants in the ground, you need to make sure that sixth seed does not exceed five inches in height before you have to harvest those plants. What does that mean? Does that mean you have to horizontally train the plant? I don't know. Um, but, but, you know, if you technically speaking that, that part of the law is meant to allow people to plant seeds while they currently still have crops, or at least that's how I interpret that part of the law. And that's how people have told me that that part of the law came to be. So reach out to your representatives. Once again, the, uh, bill will be in the show notes and, that's House Bill 4799. I will also link the the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act. That'll be the first link. The second link will be the this proposed bill. And the third link is the next topic we're going to be discussing, which is another bill that has been proposed to the House um, in Illinois. Uh, this bill, House Bill 4709, was proposed by Representative Mark Batanek, and it 
would place restrictions on the potency of regulated cannabis, limiting the concentration of THC to 10% for cannabis flower and 15% for concentrates and other cannabis-infused products. If passed, this bill would significantly limit access to quote-unquote stronger forms of cannabis, um, just as conventional medicines are readily available in a variety of strengths and potencies in order to meet individual patients needs medicinal cannabis and regulated products in general should be available in varying potencies and formulations i was reading that from normal.org they have made a clear policy stance to oppose thc caps on cannabis in illinois and i have to say i'm right there with them thc caps are pointless they only embolden uh, people to not use the regulated market because if the regulated market is going to provide quote unquote weak products, then people will look for quote unquote strong products. Now I keep throwing quotes around because I do not believe that THC percentage is indicative of potency. Um, but I think that, um, I still think it's important to oppose this bill. You know what I mean? Um, I, I only say that because it's a point that I tried to make in the episode that I did with Jordan Davidson from Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Definitely, definitely uh, encourage you to check that out. I made the point that THC does not equate to potency, and I firmly believe that. I've smoked some of the best cannabis. <laughs> I sound like I'm bragging right now, but I've literally smoked what has said to be the best cannabis. So if you Google Brownie Scout, I actually got a sample like high times wrote about it. A bunch of people wrote about it. I got a sample of one of their highest testing batches. It was said to be some of the highest test testing cannabis in the world known to man. And so I was like, fuck yeah, let's get fucking blazed. Right. You know, let's get fucked up. Um, and I, I was not blown away by the product. Now you can consider it anecdotal, but let me just say this. I smoked, a quote unquote less potent cannabis and I felt more high. And how do you explain that? That's what I mean by THC percentage does not equate to potency. And look, I don't think what I'm saying is controversial. Although I will say that people do tend to buy cannabis based off of THC percentage. But what I'm trying to say is that the paradigm is changing and more and more people are embracing what's known as the entourage effect, which takes THC percentage into account, but it also weighs that up against the presence of other cannabinoids, flavonoids, and terpenes, right? I think it really is that holistic picture, and we can't just look at one number and say, this is how it's going to make you feel. Frankly, I've taken, you know, you take dabs, like 90%, 85% concentrate, and I find that it is a completely different high from a joint. Just completely different. There's no comparison. Um, you know, Jordan Davidson in the Smart Approaches to Marijuana episode tried to make an equivalency of like, oh, one dab is worth like however many joints. And I, I just simply refuse to make that equivalency because I can take a dab and I can do anything. I could take a test. I can fucking, you know, pass a one of those sobriety tests, you know, which are arguably agility tests, but I could do it. But if I smoke a joint, which is technically speaking less THC, I get 
fucked up. I get fucked up, you know, like, and I really think that that's not, I'm not alone in that experience. A lot of people have tried higher potency, quote unquote, higher potency products. And we're like, where's the high? I thought that, you know, a huge abundance of THC meant that I'm going to get super fucking baked. And then I try this product that is quote unquote, lower potency. And I find myself feeling more baked. Please explain that to me. And my explanation for it is that, simply put, THC is not indicative of potency. But anyways, that's not a reason to support this law. That's a re- I think there's there are only valid reasons to oppose this law. And uh, like I say, the link to that bill, I say law, it's it's a bill. It's a proposed bill. It's It's not law yet. It's been proposed in the House. If passed, this bill would significantly limit access to quote-unquote stronger forms of cannabis. We just... That's fucking stupid. We can't we can't have that happen. So definitely reach out to your representatives and have them oppose House Bill 4709. And like I said, reach out to your representatives and have them uh, support the home cultivation law. That's been or home. Co- <laughs> I keep saying fucking law home cultivation bill that's been proposed. Um, once again, that's House Bill 4799. I'll put a link to that law so that you can read the language in the show notes and before i go i wanted to remind you all that we have been releasing a lot of awesome podcasts let me go through some of the ones that we've released um in the recent past so we released a conversation with tom shuba and stephanie zimmerman from the Chicago Sun-Times, and we talked about their investigation into what is actually in legal weed in Illinois. And their their testing found, or their investigation found that sometimes contaminants, in fact, eight of the nine joints that they tested failed standards that they had already been subject to, which is uh, interesting. Why is something on the shelf if it has failed the standards that it apparently had passed, right? It seems like a chicken and the egg situation. Uh, We also did a podcast with the Cannabis Library. That's actually one of my favorite episodes I've done in the recent past because GP from Cannabis Library was just a wealth of knowledge. He had a really awesome way with words. I'm definitely becoming a larger fan of the Cannabis Library as a result of our conversation and so you should definitely check that out. He had a lot of great things to say about the cannabis industry and what the future might look like and why, you know, the culture in Illinois maybe isn't accepting of cannabis and, and more. Uh, we had an episode with Justin Streckel, who you might know as the former political director at National Normal. Speaking of normal, we had the formal political director on and he had a lot to say. And I think that was that is definitely a podcast that you should uh, check out um, because he's just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, we did an episode, like I mentioned earlier, with Jordan Davidson from Smart Approaches to Marijuana. Um, Smart Approaches to Marijuana, we invited them onto the show because, well, we disagree. And I think it's good to have conversations with folks that you disagree with. So. If you want to listen to that conversation, definitely check it out. Once again, that's a Chillinoy podcast with Jordan Davidson. We had Patrick from Midwest Dazed. We had Jordan River from the Growcast. We had the founder and is it the CEO? I can't remember. Um, I think he's just the founder. 
His name is George, and he works at Dynavap. And if you've ever heard of the Dynavap, you probably know George's name because he's in all of the videos showing you how to use the Dynavap. The Dynavap is one of the best uh, tools that I use to consume cannabis, and so I wanted to bring the Dynavap team onto the show. So definitely check that out. It's actually one of the first video podcasts that we've released that actually have video segments. So if you want to check that out, uh, there's a link in the show notes for that episode where you can go to our YouTube channel and see the uh, podcast in video form. There's a few moments in the episode where we need a video. Uh, we need video to demonstrate what we're talking about. And so I felt like, well, there's no way, there's no better way than, you know, than to just release a video if you need a video to supplement what you're saying. Uh, we've done a podcast with Michael Malcolm. We've done a podcast with Dr. Eric Lee. And of course, we recently did a podcast with Tommy Chong where we announced that we are doing a giveaway. If you'd like to enter to win a Chillinois t-shirt that's been signed by cannabis legend Tommy Chong, just go to chillinois.net slash chong before February 15th, uh, 16th, somewhere in there. The date is is on our uh, website. If you go to chillinois.net slash chong, I believe it's February 16th. Enter before then. Uh, we're giving away shirts of all sizes, and this is a piece of history, folks. This is something that you definitely want to win, and uh, it's free. It's completely free to enter, completely free to win. You don't have to pay anything. All you need to do is when you win or if you feel so inclined when you enter, provide me your address, and I will get that motherfucker sent to you so that you have a piece of history, baby. Okay. Well. Chillinois, that's all I had for you today. I definitely did not intend to take 20 minutes uh, to record this episode, but I, I started talking about THC percentage and, and all of that stuff. So definitely, folks, read up on the cannabis law as it exists today. I've got that in the show notes. Read up on the home grow law uh, or the home grow bill that's been proposed to the House. Uh, contact your representatives and, and please you know talk them into supporting it. Please call your representatives also about this bill represent, uh, that Representative Mark Batnick uh, proposed, the, the bill that he proposed that would limit THC percentage. Make sure that your representatives oppose that because, frankly, it's bullshit. It will just drive more people into the black market. And just to be completely candid, folks, I don't think it has a great chance of passing anyway because if you think about it, our tax structure is based off of those THC percentages and it would really like Illinois would really be in my opinion shooting themselves in the foot if they took away uh, or if, if they even have to modify some of those taxes. I really think those taxes um, as, as big as they are, they benefit the state of Illinois in a way, you know? And so for that reason, I don't see this getting widespread support, uh, I see this dying on arrival. Um, it's just a proposed bill. It doesn't mean a guarantee that we'll see it put into law, but you know what could help that, what could make it even a safer guarantee is if, like I say, you contact your representatives and urge them to oppose this law and urge them to tell anybody that they work with, you know, if they've got any friends that are also representatives, you know, tell them to pass on along the good word about how fucking stupid that bill is and how fucking awesome the homegrow law is. You know, I guess a last thought on the homegrow law, if I didn't mention it already, um, I think it's great that they didn't touch the possession, uh, the the possession language because oh, I think I did talk about this. You 
you effectively will no longer have a, a possession limit at home as an adult. So you just make make sure, like I said, I'm putting the law in the show notes. Make sure to read up on the law as the law says now, and I don't see this changing. Like I said, they're not touching the possession limit. They're not touching any language in the possession uh, section. There's a little section that says any amounts of cannabis cultivated at home that exceeds 30 grams must be secured within the household or within the home or something to that effect. Um, make sure you do that. And the good thing, what that law means is that we are what's known as a keep what you grow state. In other words, there is no possession limit at home, but just make sure that you comply with the law and secure any amounts that exceed 30 grams, put it in like a, a cabinet with a lock on it, something like that. Make sure that it's not easily accessible make sure that it's secured um and yeah well i will keep ranting about this stuff all day if if you let me so i'm gonna cut this off right now folks stay tuned we're gonna be having more podcasts release in the future including an episode with gina galt who is a really powerful woman in cannabis uh speaking of women in cannabis she works for illinois women in cannabis so she'll be telling you about uh, the great things that Illinois Women in Cannabis does, and she she is also a woman in cannabis, so she she's got other jobs. If you're if you're wanting to look up uh, what what Gina does, Google her, Google her. You'll be able to figure it out. And uh, and you know until we release this episode, uh, maybe you can figure it out. Link with her online. But I think a lot of you will enjoy the episode that we did with Gina, and we've got other episodes on the way as well. So. Stay tuned for that, and thank you for supporting the Chill My Podcast. We appreciate you so much. Take care, and we'll see you on the next episode.